Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 104, The Real Lessons Learned from the CHAD Conference. This is the biggest ADHD event of the year, but I find that the connections with other attendees are more important than the new information that I learn. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians, as well as the new Understand Your Brain, Get More Done, the ADHD Executive Functions Workbook. For more information about the books, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. Yet again, I'm writing this podcast on a plane on the way home from a conference. This time, though, it's the CHAD conference, the biggest ADHD event of the year. As always, it was quite an event where I learned a bunch of new stuff, saw some great old friends, and met some phenomenal new people as well. If you've never been to a CHAD conference, there's nothing quite like it. There's the obvious part where you get some of the heaviest hitters in the field of ADHD presenting the newest cutting-edge research and then later realize that they're standing behind you in the coffee line. And they're happy to chat you up for the most part and answer your questions. But just as important, you meet all sorts of other people from the clinicians and teachers who work really hard to make the lives of people with ADHD better to the parents of kids with ADHD who are working even harder, to the adults with ADHD who are maybe working the hardest. Of course, some attendees fit into two or three of these categories, and they're probably working the hardest of all. There's an unbelievable collective wisdom in that hotel, so there's a ton of stuff to learn that will make that work a little bit easier. But that's not really what I want to talk about today. Instead, I want to talk about the emotional lessons and the sense of connection that is at least as important. Probably more, since knowledge means nothing if you don't use it. I should probably start by thanking my self-proclaimed fangirl for giving me the idea for this podcast. She approached me at the book signing table in an adorably self-conscious way to thank me for the books and podcasts because she wanted me to know how much she appreciated them. The funny part is that that quick 10-second conversation meant at least as much to me as it did to her. And not just because super cute 20-year-olds make an impression. It's those moments that make it all worth it. I certainly don't write books for the money, and I don't fly to conferences for the $20 breakfast buffets. Instead, I make a mess of my work schedule and feel guilty about being away from my family because this is too important to stay home for. Every time someone grabs me in the hallway to tell me about how something in my books or presentation was helpful to them, it all becomes worth it. This isn't about ego, because I've talked about this with my friends who are also presenters, and they say the same things, and they're equally humbled by it. Like I said in a prior podcast, this is important stuff. One of the presenters this year, Alan Graham, did a session on resilience where he talked about positive psychology principles. One of the exercises he talked about was called a gratitude letter, 
where you write a letter to someone you're grateful to and explain to them why you're grateful. That's kind of the easy part. Then you actually read it to them. That's the hard part, but the best part. You'll both be better off for it and your relationship will be even better. So every one of those conversations at the conference where an audience member expresses their thanks to a presenter, no matter how brief, is a spontaneous gratitude letter. And both people are better off for it. So don't be hesitant at the next conference or anywhere else in your life for that matter. In this age of overconnection to technology, it's too easy to become disconnected from other people. And that's the other benefit of the conference, feeling connected to a thousand other people who have had some of the same struggles. Some of them have been walking this road for decades. Some of them got diagnosed yesterday. Regardless, their goals are the same, to improve their own life or to improve the lives of others they care about. Especially since it's too easy to feel alone in a world where ADHD is too often doubted or trivialized, it's pretty awesome to be in a crowd that totally gets it. You don't need to explain things. You don't need to feel self-conscious. You don't need to pretend. You can just talk to people and skip all the prefaces. And if you start to cry during a presentation, you don't need to explain why. We get it. This is what Chad conferences are really about connection, and acceptance. Unfortunately, it's only three days a year, so we need to seek that connection and acceptance elsewhere too. If you're lucky enough to live near a Chad chapter or similar support group, then make it a priority to not only attend, but to participate, talk to people, and not just at an official meeting, but reach out to others over the course of your days. Don't hide yourself and don't let others' invitations to conversation go unanswered. There's more support out there than you realize, but you need to look for it and act on it. At a personal level, I want to thank my friends who, unfortunately, live all over the country, so we only get to see each other at the conference every year. There are too many wonderful people in the world of ADHD to list them all here. I mean, there are way too many. But a few standouts deserve a mention. Roberto Olivardia, Stephanie Sarkis, Kim Kensington, Mark Burton, Lydia Zalowska, Eric Tivers, and my old grad school friend, Keely Rawlings, who it was awesome to reconnect with again after way, way, way too long. In a life that gets far too busy with work and family obligations, which squeeze out social time, it means a lot to me to have friends like you, even if I only get to see you once a year. I look forward to seeing which new friends from this year will become next year's old friends. I also want to thank Cecilia, Cecilia Lazara, who asked me if she could translate my podcast into Spanish, which then led to the next obvious idea, at least it's obvious afterwards, of translating this podcast into other languages too, since there are plenty of people with ADHD who don't speak English or would never stumble across this podcast. And since the podcast is free and I don't make any money from it, I am more than happy to share. In theory, I could translate it into really choppy and awkward high school French, but if you're interested in translating it into any other languages, then feel free to email me at ari at tuckmanpsych.com. That's A-R-I at T-U-C-K-M-A-N-P-S-Y 
ch.com. And we can talk about how to make it happen. Thanks again, Fangirl, and thanks to everyone else for lending me your attention. You make it worth it.